I need to take just a minute and talk about the difference between corrections in formal obedience and corrections for inappropriate pack behavior. In formal obedience, you never correct a dog unless you know 100% that that dog knows what you're asking him to do. If the dog knows, if he's gone through a learning phase and he refuses to do what you ask him to do, and you know in your mind that he knows it, but he still refuses to do it, then you give him a correction. But it's not correct, not appropriate to give him a correction when he hasn't gone through a learning phase. Now, inappropriate pack behavior is what a dog does genetically. And by that I mean, you're the pack leader. If you have a dog that shows inappropriate aggression for any reason, that dog needs to get a correction for that. When a dog jumps up and starts to hump somebody's leg, it needs to get a correction for that. That's inappropriate pack behavior. But under every circumstance, every unwarranted sign of aggression should get a correction. So there is a difference here. In formal obedience, they don't get corrected unless they know for sure what you're asking them to do. But inappropriate pack behavior requires a correction every time. I have a DVD titled, Dealing with Dominant and Aggressive Dogs. Many, many people all over this country go to obedience schools every year and take, <laughs> take their dogs. <laughs> take their dogs. Phoebe was going to eat my little wind mic deal. Many people, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people go through obedience classes every year with dogs. The vast majority of these people that have dominant dogs that go through obedience training have dogs that are just as dominant when they come out of training as they do when they went into training. The concept of how to deal with pack behavior is dealt with in my video dealing with dominant and aggressive dogs. So if you feel you have a dominant dog, you still need to take them through the formal obedience that we're talking about in this tape. But you need to, to step it to the next level and go into what I show in this dominant and aggressive dog video. And but with that said, <laughs> we have to go do some marker training with Phoebe right here. Phoebe's our little house dog that's a Welsh Corgi that's nine, nine weeks old and she is going to be a pistol when she grows up. She has more drive than most of the police dogs that I, <laughs> more drive than most of the police dogs that I breed. So Phoebe, shall we go? Hmm? Phoebe. Phoebe. What we're going to talk about right now is how to deal with puppies that have the potential to show aggression. Very few puppies have real aggression. Uh, puppies have prey drive where they like to put things in their mouth. Uh, they like to grab a hold of your shoelaces. They'll grab a hold of your pants. Uh, there's three ways to handle that in a puppy. You can either put the puppy away or you can redirect the puppy from biting to a toy or if the puppy truly is aggressive 
and I'm going to demonstrate it with Phoebe here in a second because Phoebe is a even though she's a Welsh Corgi she's gonna be a tough dog when she gets older she's independent and she gets herself wound up uh, so I will show you how we settle them down really without giving them a lot of corrections I don't think that you need to correct a puppy as much as control the puppy so first I'll demonstrate some prey drive with her and then I'm gonna build on that and I'm gonna take it further than what we take our puppies I'm gonna get her pretty excited where she starts to get snotty and a big mistake that a lot of people make is they think this is cute because the puppy is so small but I'll trust trust me this is a Welch Corgi that in six or eight months you wouldn't want to be around it if you did what I'm going to be doing every single day. It's not cute anymore. And then if you're dealing with a pit bull or you're dealing with a German Shepherd or, or a Malinois or, you know, one of these other uh, breeds of dogs, chows, and you do this as a puppy that I'm going to show you, when that dog gets to be an adult, you're going to have a real problem on your hands. Then you're going to be dealing with my video, dealing with dominant and aggressive dogs. So let me first demonstrate what I'm talking about with Phoebe. Phoebe? This is prey drive. Oh, yeah, that's prey drive. Yeah, that's good, Phoebe. Yes, that's good. And people, dog behaviorists, whatever, will tell you, oh, if you have a dog, you shouldn't play tug with the dog. You know, I don't agree with that. I don't think playing tug with the dog is going to make that dog all that aggressive. The key is, is training with the dog you can play tug if playing tug with the dog was a bad thing how would all these people that compete in Schutzen and and the various dog sports uh, agility a, a big thing in agility is to play tug with the, with your puppy why aren't all these agility agility dogs dangerous dogs to be around so the people that say don't play tug well I guess I have some questions about that but what you shouldn't do is work the puppy to the point where it's just really, I'll show you. <laughs> yes, yes. You can hear the aggression coming in her. This is what not to do with a puppy. Okay, I'm not going to take that any further. It's just not necessary. But I needed to demonstrate that this is not the way to handle a puppy that has a lot of prey drive and the tendencies to be aggressive. What we do is we don't leave toys with her and the exercises that we use uh, the exercises that we use with the tug exercises, she learns that she's playing with our toys. They're not her toys. We never leave toys with her. And when she gets out, 
to play with us, she has to do something for us, whether it's go to a place command, uh, whether it's uh, touch our hand with a touch our hand before it gets to play tug, which will be used in in agility later on, or something. She'll have to sit. Phoebe, sit. Sit. <laughs> Handler error. <laughs> Oh, you can hear her growling, and she just bit my hand twice, and here too. And I can't, that really hurts, and if my hand, if this was kids, if that was kids, she'd be cutting them and screaming. So I can't blame her, because I built her to this right now, but this is not cute, and she's only 10 weeks old. And what I do, no, no, no. Come here. That's how you deal with it when it gets out of, when it gets out of uh, control. You don't have to hit the dog. You don't have to jerk them. No. 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 You just immobilize them, tell them no, good. And then be calm with them afterwards, good. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah, that was not fair to you. That was not fair to you because I wound you up intentionally so. Okay, keep that in mind. You either put them away you redirect them to a toy, or you give them more exercise, take them for a walk, and if it gets really out of place, you grab them like I did, and you hold them, just hold them. You don't need to shake them. Hold them and say, no, don't do that. Huh, Phoebe, come here. Phoebe, come on, come here. You are too cute. Come here, Phoebe, 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 come on. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, that's good. Let's put you away. If you'd like to watch some of the free streaming videos that I have on my website, you can go to this web address now. I have a number of uh, free streaming training videos and then a number of product videos also.